You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin-cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Someone wasn't making a poop joke, so we can open it up. Well, boys, what'd you get into this weekend? (laughs) (laughs) One of those weekends where we all did the exact same thing. I know, it's nice. Which happens probably once a quarter. But there's also no surprise secrets, so this is just kind of like a true reminiscing. There is one surprise secret. There is. We're not going to talk about that. The helicopter crash? Uh, yeah, that's true. No, we learned what uh, what were those called? Uh, crop crop dusters. Crop dusting helicopters. Yeah. Yeah. No, the three of us were on one boat, so none of us can BS each other. You were by yourself, so you could say, yeah, you, oh, you can make you up whatever you want. I will, Our captain and first mate didn't catch a single fish. <laughs> I will call Mike Larson to fact check everything you say. Mike's got my back. Okay, as long as you all talked about it before. Yep. Got your story straight. Yep. Okay. All right. So what do you want to do? You want to kind of summarize <laughs> what we got into this weekend? Yeah, was, uh, this is a trip that we had had circled, planned for a year, basically. I mean, we planned it last right summer. after yeah. we did it last time, which we went a little later in the year last year, but well, a few and, months earlier. And really, you were the original guy last year that those two guys reached out to, and you can go. Mm-hmm. So then we went kind of in your absence and you missed out on everyone the trip. still assumes that i was on that trip yeah just felt like Paul and I, would have missed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i i after this year it'd be hard for for me to miss them it was it's a fun time good time but um so these guys went to lake erie last year with paul andrew our buddy phil who else is that was that the group mm. anyone else now I feel bad. I feel like we're forgetting someone, but I don't know who it was. And you all, so. you went with the same guide service out of the same dock mm-hmm. and everything. Yep. So Port Clinton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have not heard about the walleye fishing in Lake Erie, Western it is, yeah, it is phenomenal fishing. And what was the name of our charter? Lakeside Charter? Lakeland? Lakeland. I'm going to look it up. Charter Lakeland Charters, Charters is, I think, yeah. Yeah, picture. 
So um, they came back last year, talked about how fun this trip was. Uh, there was, you know, obviously stupid stuff that won't make the podcast that just made it seem like a great time. So when they came back last year, I said, I am going. We are going to make this happen. Andrew hooked us up, got us on a great charter, got two boats this time. We took more people, um, rented a little Airbnb, wild game was taken, fish were caught. Walleye Fest was attended. Wall Walleye yes, Fest. there's a walleye festival that happens Memorial Day weekend in Port Clinton, Ohio. It's a gym. It's a gym. It was within walking distance of our Airbnb. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was an absolute treat. Yeah, very little to do with walleye or fishing. <laughs> or there's one big walleye. It's basically big walleye. just like when we got our picture with yeah. the big walleye. Yeah. Think your your local county fair. That's yeah. yeah. If you've been there, you've been to Walleye Fest. I don't remember who it was, but they're like, I was expecting to, it might have been you. I was expecting to come here and see like fishing tackle and stuff for sale and vendors and yeah. that. And and it was uh, you know, elephant ears, funnel cakes, fried, times dogs, fried cheesecake. Yeah. Times like ten of each. Dippy dots. A bunch of the same yeah. A lot, of, a lot of OSHA Sketchy and rides. health department violations. Uh, <laughs> All the good yeah. stuff. This, That's what you want. Yeah. This goober <laughs> drops a cheesecake ball, and I don't remember. You looked at it. You were like, oh. And I said, oh, you could still eat that. You could eat the top of it. He bends over at the waist and takes a <laughs> fork for this, this hey, fried cheese, I cheesecake. I paid for it. I'm going to get my money's worth. Yeah. Um, so yeah. the fair food was tested. Yeah, so that was good. good. But next day we went fishing it is lakelandcharters.com that we went with if you want to check them out dot com and your all's captain was we had jr jr yeah we had eric and bryce father-son duo and See, we year, only needed one guy you all needed two so yeah you know what, what man we were short a guy <laughs> we had to compete last year we had cole you did have months so you were short again <laughs> cole oh. who was avoiding us this year yeah we we think cole opted out of taking our boat out this we'll year have to but tag him on he was so, great last yeah. year too so if y'all need if like any of those guys were awesome his boat was next to us when we left mm -hmm. I, oh, there's like I this see it. there's like this time warp of getting out of the truck and getting on the boats that i've forgotten already you're just so excited you black out <laughs> you're just like <laughs> It's like a fainting goat. You just yeah. woke up on the boat. <laughs> yeah. I just remember just walking up, like not knowing where my bag or cooler was, and you all were splitting up boats, and Andrew jumps on one. My buddy Drew goes on one. I was like, well, I'm going to stick with Drew, so I go that direction. Cole was in his boat right next to us. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we saw Cole real quick and kind of waved at him. Yeah. We were making a joke that he's like, yeah, he probably saw our names on the list coming up. He's like, I do not want these guys. <laughs> I'm busy this day. Yeah. yeah. But the I had been checking the Facebook page for the charter company ahead of time, seeing the quantities of fish they were catching. I didn't really pay a ton of attention to the quality because um, pictures are kind of deceiving, I feel like. But we go out. 40 minutes, I think, is what I clocked the boat ride at yeah, from like Port Clinton out to Canadian waters. Yep. And there is, if I had to guess, 30 boats kind of in the general area. Mm -hmm. It's a good day to be out fishing when you see that. Yeah, and we're out there kind of like the peak season for fishing for walleye, too. But like I when we went last year, we went later in the year. We still caught fish, just not near as we many. We did, but, but we, I feel like we saw just about as many boats. Yeah, really. I, and we I theorize that's why we went to Canada. And I feel like, and that's probably what you're alluding to, is when we went last year, it was like there's one spot where it's where people are catching fish, so there's 30 boats there. Probably yeah. this year there's, like, multiple spots, and there's 30 boats at each spot. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it was uh, 
it was still a good day to be fishing. Oh, yeah. Who caught your boat's first fish? Me. Did no. I did. Our Jay captain did. did. Our captain did. He, did he count? No. Out, yes, out, he of, out of our group. Does uh, he count? Because yeah, he did. He yeah, but, like, but here's what happened. That's like we cheating. For the first hour, we couldn't catch a fish. Yeah. Coming up on an hour. And he only caught and like he's two. Just like, he's just like, you know rigging rods and getting the boat ready and stuff. And when he's done with all this, I, all right, well, I might as well help you. First cast, walleye. And we're like, what did you do? And he's like, nothing. I didn't do anything. Second we're cast. Like, okay. Second yeah. cast, walleye. Yeah. We're like, I looked at him and I was like, dude. You're doing something. You've got to be doing something different. Like, there's no way. He's like, it's just luck. And then he comes over and watches me and he's like, oh, yeah, stop doing this, start doing that, stop doing this, start doing that. <laughs> so I just like, obviously wasn't doing what he originally told me to do, but. And we started catching them. Yeah, I feel like of, after that point, out of us, I caught the first fish, and I think it was. The, you stated that already. I know, it? but I was making a follow up to that. Is okay. I think it was also it in. at least the biggest fish I caught of the day. And then after that, it was like still great fishing, but yeah. So Drew caught ours at seven oh five, which seemed pretty quick. That's fast. I mean, if we got out there at six forty ish. Yeah, we probably didn't catch one until <coughs> like seven. And it was. I mean, it's a good fish. You can see like these. Yeah. That's yeah. a good, that's a good keeper. Yeah, that's a nice fish. I caught the biggest one on our boat was like 40 minutes probably after you caught yours. Yeah, and it was dawn, I guess, I think, reeled it in. No, I caught it. I know mine was bigger there, than Don's. Okay, there was there was a Suck few there was a few fish there, there a few good that were fish. really good fish and I don't really yeah. couldn't remember which one was the one we determined was the biggest. Don so caught, there you go, Braden. You caught the biggest. Yeah, Don's not here, so I caught the biggest. <laughs> so you caught the biggest <laughs> yeah. fish. Yeah. 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 Well, and, go ahead. Well, I was, I was just, just going to compare it to last year. Yeah, where, go ahead. Do that. Where I would say half of the fish we caught weren't walleye mm. of the fish we caught. <clears throat> and most of the time you'd be retrieving your hook, it, the worm would be off of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like last year, man, I was constantly putting more worm on the hook. And you could feel as you're reeling it all in. white perch. All the little perch and, and smaller perch. fish just nibbling at it. Yeah. So it was very... I don't know if that's a seasonal thing or or uh, you know where we were fishing. Where we were fishing totally different in spot. Canada, but uh, uh, it was definitely a much better fishing experience this year than last. Yeah. So, is it eight fish that you all came back with that were keepable keepers? Last I looked year? at it. It was actually I think we caught twenty three last year. Yeah, when you all kept saying it was, eight, it seemed yeah, low. It was to me. low. I yeah. was looking. I was looking at my old post, and Andrew said like you oh, got a log. 23 more or something like that or 22 or 23 more yeah. he commented so that would mean we had like around 24 right. so there was six of us on the boat and we had a captain so Seven, like yeah. it would have been the same like 42 man limit yeah and we so caught 24 half. yeah yeah, yeah so. so two boats is seven man limits this year which is six fish mm-hmm. each all i mean quality wise again not going last year but just looking at your pictures from last year and then the early earlier in the day we were on high quality fish on our boat yeah we kind of drifted around this one spot where you could definitely feel a different in the a difference in the bottom structure and it mm-hmm. felt more sandy or something mm-hmm. we had a spot like that and as the well. fish got yeah. smaller like yep. instantly he kept saying all right we're gonna go back to the hard bottom <clears throat> yeah and so he would take us back up and we'd do the run and then he'd be like okay we're coming off the hard bottom we'd stay there for like 10 minutes and then flip back and go back and do he kept calling it like runs like we're gonna do another mm-hmm. run I think it, we ended up doing like five or six runs mm-hmm. or something like that. It, you drift for like a long time. Um, but my my favorite part probably this year was like the 
the different methods like there was so much going on on the boat like you could fish off the side and just like let it sink and kind of like reel along the bottom and all that stuff or you could go to the back and you could do like we had this shuffle rotation kind of going on where like it was more like drift fishing so like you're throwing it out and you're kind of letting it drift and then you're reeling it in but like from any position you could do like all kinds of different he like told us all these different methods um and then on the side of the boat we had the bouncers yeah the bottom bouncers bottom bouncers three bottom bouncers going off and that was like the captain worked his butt off the whole day because he's constantly and if you all noticed towards the end that's what was hitting the fish for sure and me and glenn both kind of had the conversation that we would cast out let it hit bottom and then just let it sit there for forever and kind of fish it like bottom bouncers Mm -hmm. and i think glenn caught one for sure doing that maybe two that's how i caught my first keeper yeah it was so earlier in the day for us the way that you know we were fishing on the boat was working great once we kind of dialed in on them but it it was at the end of the day and i think it was just you know middle of the day the fish kind of slowed down a little bit so i didn't catch one until 11 yeah, Mike was telling uh, me about that, that you weren't catching anything at first. Well, and Justin yeah. didn't catch a single fish the yeah, whole day. And I, yeah, I think it's like where he was pinned at was a little – because our captain was explaining there's currents and then the way that they're facing the boat and how we're drifting. And so you're playing this game of, you know, where your your bait is going and stuff. And he was kind of in, like, the dead man's zone mm. based on how we were going. Yeah, you all fished a lot different than we did. Like, I was just explaining, like, I, I fished all over. Like, I did everything. And you all kind of did what we did last year, which was you kind of, yeah. like, you have like, your spot. You have yeah. a spot, and you may be like, hey, dude, you want to trade? And, like, you go to their spot. But, like, we had the, the shuffle method, I think, was super smart for a charter where, like, you can – the hard part when you have a full boat is, like, casting angles. Like, it yeah. gets super difficult to get, like, a good cast. But he basically lined us up at the back of the boat, and in the left corner, you have a guy cast, and then he moves to the right a little bit. Dude behind him casts, and then they both move to the right a little bit, and then cat, and you just like, and then you drift, and you reel in once you get to the right corner of the boat, and then you go back around and yeah, you cast the, the last time again. By the time you've reeled your all your lineup, it's ready for you to cast again. So you just move back to that kind of back left casting corner, and we just kept. Yeah. doing that and he told us i mean to us i don't know it felt pretty simple it made sense but he's like you would not be surprised there's groups that come out here and do not they get that get concept they like they can't figure it out yeah. he's like you all got it like two seconds i was like oh yeah okay super right. easy there's Which dumber people super in the sharp. world dumber than yeah. us i'm shocked to hear that i don't know <laughs> if that's true he might have just been telling us that to make us feel smart. he might have i asked him on where on the way back i said how often do you get groups of people that come out here that just legitimately know nothing about fishing like for some reason they want to go walleye fishing or maybe they're up in that area and they're like oh that would be something fun to do for today and i'm not talking about guys that are are new to fishing or just don't have a lot of experience i'm talking about a guy who has never touched a fishing rod before he's like it happens occasionally we get people up here that do that so i could see groups of people like that maybe having some troubles with stuff like like no concept at all Mm -hmm. yeah i mean even being someone that fishes often Mm -hmm. more than most i would say i felt like what am i doing wrong because i'm trying to will the fish onto this hook i'm not feeling bites like i I know how to sense a bite on the bottom i know how to sense like that's that's covered that's bottom and not a fish and i i got to the point where um the first mate so the captain's son was back in the back putting a worm on a hook and he sees me just keep setting the hook and he's like you got one? I'm like, no, dude, I am literally setting the hook on everything at this point <laughs> because I want to fish that bad. Um, it was just, it's a totally foreign concept, like 
fishing that way and he was talking about the drift and then there's like this prime angle yeah mm-hmm. and if you're not in that angle you don't get a bite reel it in you're wasting your time further fishing and so we've been doing that for most of the day just kind of i would just drift my uh, whatever angle that i had before the next guy and he he basically cut my my drift in half for me it's like this is what you fish you fish that only mm. Um, and then I started doing those drags on the bottom mm-hmm. where I wasn't even really Retrieving. doing much. In, yeah, or anything to it. I might lift every once yep. in a while just that, to get the blade moving. But. That's what I was doing. And that's when I started getting hits, too, was I was just letting it sit there for 20 seconds and then doing a couple of reels, let it sit for 20 seconds. Once I was into that angle. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were, you were making me nervous there for a while. I was making me nervous. Now, I will say I was offered the uh, – uh, the charity a, fish and make, yeah, make, make a wish fish make a wish fish a couple of times and i was resisting oh you resisted in. dude yeah. i went He's at too proud paul resisted too for about five minutes <laughs> yeah, he was like no i don't did want the charity fish and then five minutes later he's like oh yeah let me reel but that thing. Oh, i'm gonna need to reel that <laughs> did you hear what happened to paul he was oh, he was ma- manning here's the, a surprise story oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was manning the charity fish rod that was just rigged up in a scotty rod holder and he was fishing and he had, he was, you know, cast out his, you know, he's doing his count to let his jig settle. And the charity rod starts bending over and there's a fish on it. So he just sets his rod down in the back of the boat, you know, with the tip halfway over the back of the boat and goes and reaches for the charity rod. And his rod just goes whoop, <laughs> right over the edge, disappears <laughs> right in the water. the back of the boat. And Paul sees it. And tries to lunge for it. Like just, very quickly, like lift his leg up, trying to get over the edge to reach down and grab it. Yeah, and just seizes, strains, bruises every <laughs> every part of his I lower body. I mean, if body. I could say one thing about Paul, it's like very agile. Yeah. yeah. Once. <laughs> one time. Yeah. And then that's it for the rest of the day. One quick movement. Yeah, what, you get one good yeah. movement out of Paul. Uh, <laughs> so then he was just... He didn't have a rod, and he, you know, apologized and whatever. But I think he might have paid extra to uh, yeah. cover it. Uh, but uh, so then he was just man- manning the charity fish, mm-hmm. uh, the make wish fish rods, the bottom bouncers. So we get back from our trip, and we're all talking about what we caught, whatever. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I think I caught the most fish." It's like you think <laughs> like, <laughs> you had three rods in the water at all times. Uh-huh. Like uh, now, I will say he he got to where he was. Like rigging all those up to yeah, drop I'm them. Like, him he a hard was, time, oh, absolutely. But I do want to. He he figured that system out. Yeah, yeah. It is one of those things where you feel like you do go on two or three of those trips, and you could become pretty proficient at walleye mm-hmm. fishing. Like, well, until the season changes. Until yeah, the season changes, yeah. and that's kind of what we were talking about. Like, once you catch a couple of walleye, it'd be nice if we could target some other species. Dude, the, our our captain. He caught two that I saw, um, or that I knew he had caught. I didn't see the first one, but the second smallmouth that this dude reeled up was easily four pounds. And I'm in the back of the boat. He's up at the front, and I just turn around and yell, "I'm like, is that is that an average fish?" And he's like, "Oh, easily." And I'm like, "Can I switch? <laughs> I'm ready to go smallmouth fishing." And what then when, when we limited out. I, I asked again, and he's like, no, you actually can't target smallmouth this time of year. I don't oh. know if that's a Canadian or because we were in gotcha. Canadian water. So he was he just using what you all were using for yeah. walleye? same thing. They just oh. hit that night crawler on the, the spinner blade thing. thing. The spinner blade? Yeah. Huh. 
so anyways, back to the uh, the thing I was going to say about the charity rods. We had three of those going on one side of the boat, too. Opposite of poor Justin on the other side of the boat. Which and you don't cast off of the side that you had the bounce. It's like you don't cast with yeah. the drift, I guess, is what they were saying. There was something to that. We chose the side for the bouncers for. So, well, because you're dragging them basically under the boat. Right, yeah, and yeah, And so yeah. any fish that Justin's going after, those three bottom bouncers just They've already crossed rent, went through there. Oh. So anyways, they, he wouldn't move because he was doing the same thing. He's like, no, this is my spot. I'm going to catch. I'm determined to catch a fish here. Like, I'm not giving myself any excuses. So Both he stayed there. prideful guys. <laughs> I did the same thing. Yeah. Mike was offering to change. No, I'm like, no, no, I'm right. this is my spot. Yep. Um, so Mike is close to those three bottom bouncing rods, and he, he just starts, like, hitting me. On the, I don't know why he didn't say my name. He just starts, like, <laughs> He's so excited. hitting me on the shoulder. And I go over, and it's the ultra light of rods on the boat. There is not a single thing lighter than this than yeah. a, a wet noodle. Yeah. And I, you know, I pick it up, start reeling. I'm like, oh, this is good fish. And you could tell instantly because it came up, and then it yeah. took off to the bottom. I was like, yeah. That's not a walleye because a walleye, yeah. you reel it in like a log. It Dude, just lays yeah. walleyes when they get hooked, they're they're done. They're just like, yeah, yeah man, for the most reel part. me up. Well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, this thing keeps keeps, you know, I'm I'm barely making up any, you know, any line, and then it runs again. So eventually, get it up, and if I had to guess, I'd say it's like a six, six and a half pound, maybe seven drum yeah. oh yeah drum. yeah we hooked in sheep heads and yeah they call them sheep's head <laughs> that I'm was like, a big sheep's head is a salt <laughs> that was that was Derek's on it yeah. oh last year Derek's it was the white snake. purge this year it was the the freshwater drum sheep's head. <laughs> yeah well so it's funny because these captains besides the perch because we did catch one really nice perch and then one keeper perch um yellow perch correct yes yellow perch. yeah yeah because Yes, it is. Because why? The, the, go ahead and say, <laughs> go ahead and tell us all the, the different perch. cultural no, associations. No, we're not going to get into that right now. So, other than that, like when you caught drum or anything else, the, the four-pound smallmouth <laughs> that the captain was like, this is trash. I can't wait to get it back in the water. And um, They just, they don't care. Like no. they, they want walleye, perch is a, a nice little side bonus. Well, what's funny about the one yellow perch that we got when we go up, you get back to the marina, everybody hang they hang all the fish up on the pegs and you take your picture. Two different people walked by and like, Man, that's a nice perch. Like that's there's a literally thirty inch walleye hanging on this full peg, boat limit. And all they care about is this twelve inch perch. Huh. So they were calling it a giant perch or was someone just saying it was that's a, a giant, giant perch? perch. Okay. Big. I didn't know if there's a certain class it got into like No, I mean I I I fished for them before. I'm not like proficient in it but like a good perch usually is like what would you say jacob like an eight or nine inch yellow perch is like a yeah that's a good perch and, and the that perch that like they 12. caught was like oh, yeah it was over big. 12 but it also yeah. had like almost a fist size belly like he, he was, was yeah he was, he was a good chunky. Size fish. yeah, yeah. a know? lot of the walleyes were like that this year too like big bellies i don't remember them being like that last year mm-hmm. like they were a little fatter it seemed like, like you can see the difference in the two like that one oh on the gosh right yeah. yeah like that's sure. a good size one and then the other one is just much bigger yeah wow so, I I I have been a fan of walleye before because I like to eat it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. probably one of my it's favorite good. fish to eat. Yeah, that's freshwater, and I was excited for that. Mm-hmm. And we came back with lots. If of I had to estimate, 
eight pounds of fish per yeah. person and it so. goes for 30 bucks a pound if you want to go buy it yeah because i tried to do it for my sister's birthday and it was 32 something a pound yeah so we've been i've eaten it three times already yeah. just grocery shoppers that's all just provide and then besides that three. besides the fish everyone brought all of their various game meats yeah mm-hmm. everyone Air, airbnb everyone? No, not everyone but not we, dan because Dan Cause why? didn't. Because <laughs> why? Why is well, that? Because they don't sell wild game at Kroger. Because <laughs> you can't fry your tag and feed it yeah. to people. <laughs> yeah. Because Jacob and I were going out hunting, and then Jacob had a tummy ache. Oh. <laughs> Still go hunting. Wait, oh. are you blaming me for you not killing I'm a deer? I'm blaming everyone. I'm yeah. blaming everyone but me. Everyone who wouldn't take me. <laughs> oh. yeah. um, we'll no, get you a charity deer next year. Don't worry about it. We, we literally had... More hungry. meat than we could eat. Easy. Oh. Oh, I got a whole package of your jerky at my house, by the way. It somehow got in my cooler. Oh. It's like not can. even open. Oh, you can keep that. Okay. Um, I'll pretend like it's mine. Yeah. I'll backdate it. That'll be like November 22. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, But no, so we had, we ate like kings. We, we came did. back with the walleye. Fried up some walleye. My gout was screaming. Was yeah. it? <laughs> I ate so much red meat. It a joke. Goose pastrami, smoked turkey, summer sausage. I think that was deer. It was deer it was and turkey. Venison. Oh, the, was that talking about Mike's, pastrami? Sp- Mike's like, pastrami sandwiches oh. that he made. It was uh, two parts, so to I speak. One part goose. venison, one part turkey. He was calling so, them grinders, I guess. That's that's a Michigan thing, though. Okay. It's just sandwich. They call them grinders. Dude. It was so Still delicious. We, we ate that. Like all of us ate like the walleye. Then we ate those. And then Jacob basically started working on dinner immediately after he finished cooking the fish. And it took a long time because he was making a bunch of stuff. We're all full from eating the grinders. And like, Jacob's like, "All right, come and get it." And I was like, "Whoa!" Oh. And I went and ate a whole plate. <laughs> I had two dinners. Yeah. But before the grinders, we went to the fair. Yeah, you had fair. Had oh yeah, I had my cheesecake and, and a yeah. Pepsi float. So yeah. the we get off the boat. We're trying to figure out where we're gonna eat. And eventually, it's talked about how this one place always has really long lines. Yeah. Jolly Roger. Jolly Roger. Yeah, we yeah. tried to go there last year too, and couldn't get in. Line, the hours, yeah. hours long wait. And so at that point, I, I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, can you guys wait? Like, do you have time for me to batter this fish up, fry it? And so this is three o'clock. But yeah, we ate lunch. Eat. Air quote at like three. Finish, finish lunch. Walk down to the festival. Get that crap. Come back to the house and immediately start the. And grill, you start cook cooking, and you guys are like, "Look at all this meat we're cooking! Cool, cool, cool!" And you know, there's this venison steaks, tenderloins, and back shot. Yeah, yeah. So and, and so we're waiting on that, and then all of a sudden we see Mike like making full-on sandwiches. We're like, <laughs> "What's this? is that for? Like tomorrow? Is he going to put that in the fridge?" He's like, "Everyone have a, a steak sandwich, He's yeah, like, appetizer." And then yeah. as soon as we we're done with that, then it's a full plate of food. It was, we ate was very bad. good. I literally gained three pounds in three and a half days. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I was telling Erica, because we were talking about the trip on uh, the drive back from lunch, and I was like, yeah, the only regret I have is that I dedicated too much time to dicking okay. around with food, uh-huh. because there was a lot of, like, just goofing off talking. Like, I didn't get to catch up much off. with Glenn. You know, yeah. there was oh, a lot yeah. of, like, I mean, you were, group conversation. You were in the kitchen just working, yeah, which so I greatly appreciate. Yeah, next, awesome. next time... Daddy ain't cooking the whole time. I mean, I <laughs> Not that, that we have to go out to eat, but no. we just need to rotate. Or yeah. or just have stuff that's easier to prepare. Yeah. You know, I think that Honestly, was kind of the Mike's lesson. thing. Yeah, the, we could have done those sandwiches were, no yeah, problem. I mean, he did a lot of work on those 
beforehand, front, yeah. and then we get there, and it's just like, hey, here you go, here's sandwiches, yeah. make them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think learned. we'll do that on the retreat next time too. Less cooking, more hanging, more meal prep, <laughs> more silliness. <laughs> um, but no, so we're going back next year. Yeah. I feel like the next trip is booked. I feel yeah. like next year I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm good on walleye. I want to go after another species somewhere else. We were talking about like Louisiana, like swamp fishing i always want to do that i know a guy if we want to go down to texas redfish and no alligator gar no well you could still go after redfish yeah yeah you probably should do that so let me yeah i'd be fine with that south carolina south carolina redfish yeah yeah florida any of that sort of stuff i'll be doing that next week really Oh, surf fishing! I'll be sifting, surf, sifting the fish, surf, fishing the surf in Florida, going and after in your brand new short shorts. Yeah, <laughs> did, you some, did you get some chubbies? I got me some short pants. Was, uh, they're just cut off. They're just cut off jeans. Cut yes, don't get it twisted. His girlfriend people. bought him some some, some swim trunks. Swim trunks. He's gonna wear his boots any. and some cut off jeans to the, yeah. to the beach. Dude, are they like my length? Or I don't shorter? know. Oh, oh no! It's gonna get unveiled. Yep, you're gonna get roasted. Your probably. thighs are gonna be so burnt. Probably. Are you so, just gonna be throwing out there catching whatever you can out of the crab? Yeah, bag my plan or? is to wake up early and just. I mean, I've yeah. been picking Jacob's brain, and yeah. then Jake also at the firehouse. He's done this a lot. They go down to Florida at least twice a year, and they they actually spend some time legitimately fishing, but then also just vacation. But I'm just gonna go out early in the morning. Um, been getting my tackle and everything set up based off what Jacob's been telling me. And then I might have, I don't really know what they call it, but just a surf rod in the sand, just out there with like a pompano rig or something, just whatever hits it, hits it. But fresh shrimp, you thinking on that? Yeah. Fresh shrimp. Uh, I know they use that a lot. They also use, um, like sand fleas. Yeah. Which I might be able to just get those for free. Yeah. You just dig them up. Yeah. And then, um, squid octopus something like that i know that's a pretty common bait out there too for mm-hmm. that and those but little lego blocks yeah the fish bites mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a fan of those i've heard but a lot of people do. aren't fans of those i mean it works but they say spend the little extra money and put a little more effort into it and get like fresh bait yeah the reason those things are helpful is the scent and the you know the the flavor that's mm-hmm. soaked into them mm-hmm. and so if you just stick a piece of it on like a jig hook or one of those um, the spoons, mm-hmm. you know, just the chunk on there. It's, it's throwing some scent in addition to the flash. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Like, okay, I get that, but I don't want to go throw a postage stamp on a hook and let it sit there. Yeah. That it's kind of like bobber fishing for bass or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's just not. They work. Not your style. Not my style. Are you going to have stuff to, like, fry up whatever you catch? Or you yeah. Just, yeah. I, we'll, we'll see how the fishing goes first yeah. off, right? Yeah. But I'm sure we'll probably cook some stuff down there if I'm lucky. Nice. And who knows if I'm lucky, we might and bring some back to cook back <gasps> here, too. And this isn't the first time you've met your girlfriend's parents, or is it? No. no okay. I've yeah. met them a lot. Okay. That's a long way from home to decide you don't like somebody. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. Like, if this is your first impression is how skilled of a fisherman are you, oh. I can't imagine the pressure. Uh, <laughs> like, you definitely don't want to come back empty-handed. Her dad's going to wake up and go, I'll go with you this morning. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all right. <laughs> uh, well, that'll be good. It will. It's fun stuff, man. You're just going out. You don't know what you're going to catch. Yeah, I mean, I was telling Jacob this morning, It's all these are all fish species I've never caught before. So, for at least the first couple of days, if I'm actually having any luck i'm gonna be super excited well even stuff like ladyfish which people down there do not give a rip about mm-hmm. they're they're long they're skinny they jump they fight they run it's yeah, fun I, the first fish that i get on the beach i'm gonna be like stoked be like 
Never caught one of these before. This is my personal best. Have I ever told you about the worms and sea trout? No. Okay. Mm. So when you fillet a sea trout for the first time, you're going to be shocked because there's going to be about a three-inch long sperm-looking thing in the fillet. Okay. <laughs> so have pliers or something with you when you're cleaning them mm-hmm. and grab those suckers and pull them out. You can cook them, eat them. They're, they are harmless to humans. I don't like knowing that thing is in that meat, mm-hmm. so I usually pull them out of there. And you're saying this will happen. Like it's not oh, the, a, yeah. it could happen. They like, will be in them. They will be they in will them. Be in is them. it a parasite? Largemouth, or yeah. what's largemouth bass are the same way here. They get these snail I don't s- snail things in them. Yeah, I very rarely flay a bass. I don't really eat you them. You do when you clean out the pond. Mm. I'll send you a picture next time. <laughs> 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 they look the same way, though. It's just like a long sperm-looking thing. Do you remember uh, at ICAST when I caught that tilapia on the fly rod and I was like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and like, you're like, dude, that's like their bluegill yeah. down here. Like, it's nobody cares. Trash fish. Yeah. It's like, that's, I, I can, I have the chance of hooking into some tilapia in Tennessee, actually. I didn't even know you could do that. Uh, there's a lake down there. I got stock on some, there. some, yeah. We'll just put it that way. There's a lake. There's a lake in Tennessee that I know of that's apparently got tilapia in it. Apparently, they're pretty easy to hook into. So, cool. And I will be going down there soon. Good luck in Florida, man. Yeah. It's uh, I always enjoy my early morning fishing trips on vacation. You fish for two hours, and who knows what you're gonna catch. Mm -hmm. And it's fun time. Hope you catch something crazy. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos, trying to learn what I can, seeing these dudes that I mean, they're running these rigs that I'm not gonna be running at all, but. I mean, guys pulling these big sharks and stuff like that. I'm like, that's wild. Yeah. The Salt Strong Boys have some good content. Mm-hmm. You should check out their videos, too. There's there's some helpful tips for fishing from the beach mm-hmm. that really helped me. Those troughs, like just figure out where the troughs are and fish the troughs. Yeah. Yep. Is that like a ledge? Uh, it's it's like in between the sandbars, you know, where the waves crash and they kind of yeah. dig out yeah. troughs. That's honestly like technique, like tackle rigging everything up stuff like that i i kind of got a grasp of that conceptually in like five minutes and most of what i've been watching and reading about is like how to actually read the beach and like this there's a trough here there's a hole there there's you know the waves are breaking here and here so i need to cast here like that's what i've been spending the most time are you all staying on the beach Mm -hmm. is it a multi-story house yeah go up as high as you can yep go out and look that's I got a drone. I'll let you borrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can only tell so much from a map because of when the image was and who knows how it's changed. Yeah. Um, but just getting up high and trying to see if you can see the sandbars and mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, you might know. Once you start catching them, usually it's like for the week that you're there, it's the same spot. Well, other stuff too, which also kind of will translate to freshwater world, but just watching what the other, watch where birds are feeding yep. and stuff like that. If, if the birds are hitting over there, there's nervous, probably fish there. Nervous water if, splashing. If somebody else on the beach is catching fish, walk over next Go to them. stand right, right next, next to him, <laughs> shoulder to shoulder. Hey, what you using? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Derek. I'm from Kentucky. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. Yep. All right, let's wrap her up. So make sure you log this show. Uh, get your rewards points rolling in this summer because we are about to be dropping a bunch of cool stuff. 
um, some deals, but then also some free swag that you can unlock. Yeah, we should probably call out Squatch's Closet. I was going to ask if we wanted to talk about Squatch's Closet. More or less members only. Uh, you know, it's stuff that we have on display at trade shows that we get samples from. They've just been kind of sitting in the office and we haven't sold. And we're usually selling these since they're open box. They might, you know, they might have their battery installed. They might have a fingerprint or two on them, but pretty much they're in like, like new, new. yeah, like new condition. You buy something else, watch this closet, you'll get a deal on it. You don't like it. We still do the same return policy as, as any other product. So Derek's been working his butt off loading all that stuff into the Squatch Closet category. So yep, if you just a, go to the shop and scroll all the way to the bottom of our shop menu, it's right down there, Squatch's Closet. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about fishing today. Don't forget, we have just dropped and unlocked a ton of new fishing products for you all. Give us your top three brands. Top three brands, Berkeley, Abu Garcia, and Fluger. Ooh. Big names. Yeah. So get in there, check out what we've got. We've got saltwater stuff now, which has kind of been a hole for us. Um, talking about fishing in Florida, yep. so I'll be loading up some stuff before I leave. It's good, good deal. Yeah, it's going to be a summer of fun at Co-Wild, so if you're not <laughs> summer of fun. Why did you, just dan- did you just brand the summer the yeah, summer, summer of fun? fun. Summer, summer, of fun. summer of fun. Let's hot make a shirt. Dan's summer of fun. Yeah. Hot pink shirt. It is going to look like wet, hot American summer. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting yeah. for that yeah. reference. <laughs> summer of fun. Dan's I think summer that's, of fun. Is, that's, isn't that the Kia sale they do every year? Summer of fun. The Kia, Kia. summer or summer sale or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Free yeah. advertising for their Kia. That's why I don't work in marketing. Log the show. Come back next week. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.